0: Log Talk Radio. Not only is God restoring things to you, but he's restoring you back to where you belong. Can you just lift your hand in the atmosphere and shout, I've been restored. Shout it again, I've been restored. Good night. We're with Paul
1: Okay, I discovered what the problem is. I'm starting over from the beginning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you on tonight, God. We thank you, Lord God, even though the enemy trying to keep us from being heard on tonight, God, this message will go forth, and I thank you for it on tonight, God. I thank you for a second opportunity. When the first opportunity don't go through, God, I thank you, Lord God, that you will get this message across and this message will be heard in the name of Jesus. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Now let's do this. The foundational text comes from Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 through 16 from the Amplified. Also, it comes from Matthew 27, 1 through 5 from the Amplified. Thank you for being patient during the technical difficulties. Then one of the 12 disciples, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give, give me if I hand Jesus over to you? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, Judas began looking for an opportune time to betray Jesus. Matthew 26, verse 14 through 16 from the amplified in the next chapter judas has succeeded judas has succeeded he has betrayed jesus and is now remorseful wishing he could take it all back this is matthew 27 verses 1 through 5 from the amplified when it was morning All the chief priests and the elders of the people, the Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, they all conferred together against Jesus, plotting how to put him to death, since under Roman rule they had no power to execute anyone. So they bound him and led him away and handed him over to Pilate, the governor of Judea who had the authority to condemn prisoners to death. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was gripped with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They replied, what is it? What is that to us? See to that yourself. And throwing the 30 pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary, he left and went away and hanged himself. Judas threw 30 pieces of silver back in the temple after he saw what his greed had caused. Judas threw the money back in the temple after he saw what his greed had caused. But it's too late. Somebody said it was too late, but it was too late. His relationship with Jesus was ruined. And for what? 30 pieces of silver. Judas threw away his relationship with Jesus when he chose money over being a true disciple of Christ. Somebody under the sign of my voice. Don't throw away your relationship with the most important person in your life over money. That's what God sent me here tonight to tell you. And that's what the devil fighting so hard don't want y'all to hear. Don't throw away your relationship with the most important person in your life over money. Don't do it. If you do, maybe not right now, but years from now, you will. Live to regret it If you do, maybe not right now Maybe it won't show up right now But years from now You will live to regret it You will be just like Judas Gripped with remorse If you don't listen to what I'm trying to tell you tonight You will be just like Judas Gripped with remorse If you don't listen To what I'm saying on tonight Tonight's message is entitled Relationships over money Don't be so focused on securing the bag that you forget to secure the relationship. Don't forget to secure the relationship. Don't be so focused on securing the bag that you forget to secure the relationship that means the most to you. Money comes and money goes. People do, too, if you're not careful. Don't put money, making money, having money, the love of money over the relationships you have in your life. Again, I tell you, don't do it. Don't put money, making money, having money, the love of money over the relationships in your life, especially if you you have children, especially if you have children. Put your relationship with them first over money. Put your relationship first with them over the money. I know you've heard it before, but children spell love, T-I-M-E. I I know you heard it before, but children don't spell love, M-O-N-E-Y. Children spell love, T-I-M-E, meaning they want your time. They want your time, and they want your attention. They want your time and your attention more than they need your money, more than they want your money. Somebody your child right now feels like you don't care. Because you're never there. You're never there for their ball game. You're never there for their dance recital. And my question to you tonight is, is the money really worth it? Is the is the money really worth it? Your child is deeply affected by your absence. They try not to show it. But to them You love money more than you love them. To them, the way they see it, you love money more than you love them because you're never there to support them in in, in what is important to them. You're never there to cheer them on at the ball game, to bring them flowers at the dance recital. You're never there. To them, you have chosen money over them. To them, you have done the exact same thing that Judas did to Jesus. He chose the money over Jesus. You see, right now, they can't understand the sacrifice you're making. Oh, yes, you're a parent, and you think you're making the ultimate sacrifice by by providing. Yes, they need you to provide, but they also need you to show your face sometimes to show your face at the game, at the dance recital, to just be there for them. They don't need you to pull every shift that they can offer just so you can make that extra money. They don't need that. They need you to put God first and trust him in your money and trust him to best what you already have. That's what they need you to do. You see, because right now they can't understand the sacrifice you're making. They only see and understand what is being taken from them. They only see and understand what's being taken from them. The money and the hours you're spending making it is not what they're seeing. All they're seeing is that that the money is taking you away from them, that the hours are taking you away from them. And in one short sentence, they want you. That's all. They want you you. At the end of the day, they want you. Early in the morning, first thing taken into school, they want you. So if, if you're a parent, if you can change your schedule to accommodate a game, to accommodate a dance recital sometimes. You don't even have to do it all the time. But sometimes, make the effort to go above the money. to say, I'm going to be here for Susie. She needs me. I'm going to be here for Johnny. He needs me. That's my boy. That's my girl. She needs me. She needs to see my face. She needs to know that dad is proud of what she has accomplished in dance. My son needs to know that I'm proud of what he's doing out there on the ball field. He needs to know that. He needs to know that by seeing you there supporting. Not always clocking in reporting to a boss when your children need you at home. Don't be don't be so consumed with work all the time that your children feel the pain of neglect years into their adult life. See something like that does not go away. It just gets stored in them and it'll come out later on in their adult lives. They'll have a problem with neglect. They'll think everybody It's going to walk out and leave them, or everybody has a hidden agenda. And nobody is really going to be there for them. And where did it come from? Because you're not there now. Because you're not there now. See, that's why the devil didn't want this message heard, but that's all right. Because I'm coming coming to somebody else's door right now. But somebody else, you have let money come between you and a family member that you love. Between you and a close friend that you grew up with, is the money really worth it? That's my question again. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to have what feels like a sinking hole between you when you used to be so close? When it comes to letting family and friends borrow money or just people in general, remember this. Don't lend it. If you know you can't afford to give it, which means you may not get it back. You might just be giving it to them. If you afford to give it, don't lend it. Don't lend it if you know you can't afford to give it, and that will sell everything. Because money money itself is not evil. Because money itself is not evil. People get that scripture mixed up all the time, but money in itself is not evil. I need you to remember remember that it's a love of money that is the root of all evil. Scripture says a love is how you feel about the money. It's what you will do to get the money that's evil. When you will put your family on the back burner just to get some extra money, when you will do evil things, hurtful things to get some money, that's what makes it. Evil but money in itself is not Evil and God don't mind you Having money as long as you don't put the Money before him he always Comes first he always Comes first so please Remember that it's a love of Money that is the root of all evil and Stop misquoting that scripture it's A love of money that Is the root of all evil first Timothy 6 and 10 King James Version the love Of money can be traced to Every evil practice That is active in the earth today From murder To sex trafficking Etc Therefore loving money More than you love the relationships God has put in your life Is not acceptable Therefore since the love of money Can be traced to so much evil Therefore loving money More than you love the relationships God has put in your life Is not acceptable Remember, we're talking about relationships over money tonight. We're talking about relationships over money tonight. Back to tonight's foundational text. Recently, I heard a preacher say that Judas didn't love Jesus. The preacher said that Judas didn't love Jesus. I disagree. Y'all know me. I, the, the Lord had me thinking different, so I disagree. I'm going on the record and saying I disagree. I believe that Judas did love Jesus. I believe that he did love him. But just like us, Judas had something he struggled with, something that he needed to be delivered from. God told me a while back, I just delivered you enough to use you. He said, I just delivered you enough to use you. So what makes Judas any different? He was just delivered enough, not fully delivered, but delivered enough, for God to use him as a part of the pain necessary to get Jesus to the cross. Remember that it was not that he didn't love Jesus, but it was was that he was just delivered enough for God to use him, use him as part of the pain necessary to get Jesus to the cross. And it ended up coming between him and the one he loved the most and it ended up coming between him and the one he loved the most his love of money his greed to have more and more at any cost cost him his relationship with Jesus he needed he, he needed to be delivered from his love of money or you can even say his lust of money he needed to be delivered that's what he needed help with but we all got something that we struggle with and that we need deliverance from. That's why the Lord told me a while back, I just delivered you enough to use you. So why should Judas be any different? So no, I'm not going to say he didn't love Jesus. He just had some issues and the issue overtook him. His love of money, his greed to have more and more at any cost cost him his relationship with Jesus. And sadly, When Judas realized that, when he realized there was nothing he could do to make things right again, the love of money cost Judas not just his relationship with Jesus, but it cost him his life. It's right there in tonight's foundational text. He went out and he he hung himself after he saw that there was nothing he could do to make things right again. So, beloved, I'm here tonight. Because I don't want to see you lose your life. I don't want to see you lose valuable time with your children, time you can't get back with family and friends, all because you're so focused on securing the bag for yourself, for your family even, et cetera. Because at the end of the day, like I said, they just want you, time with you, relationships over money. Don't throw it all away. Do not throw it all away, thinking you can get it all back later. What if you can't? Have you ever thought about that? What if you can't? Father God, deliver those who are harboring an unhealthy love for money. Change their perspective. Open their eyes and their mind's eyes to see and understand that this is not your will. The Bible says, Six days you work, but on the seventh day you rested. So for everybody, tune in. Tune in. That means we are to work only for so long and receive the pay that's due to us. But there comes a time when we must rest. There comes a time when we must have family time and activities. That's also a part of the rest. there must be balance, and loving money more than you love anything or anyone else is definitely out of balance. Help them find and keep their balance. Father purge the heart of, purge the heart and mind of anybody who feels they are carrying unwillingly a Judas spirit. Help them to see the arrow of their ways and repent. We re- we repent before you, Father, seeking to change in, in all things in us that's not like you. Not just greed, but pride. Not just pride, but selfishness, etc. We seek you for salvation. We believe Jesus is your Son. Therefore, all who are sinners, cause your Holy Spirit to convict them, to arrest them, to draw them with love and kindness. According to Jeremiah 31 and 3 In Jesus name, amen This concludes the message that the devil didn't want you to hear I pray that you were blessed anyway <laughs> I pray that you were blessed anyway Thank you, Prophet paper, let me know If you need prayer And Bible-based consultation Note this is very important. I, I got to make this note. I really didn't want to, but I have to because the devil is playing. Note, I need everybody under the sign of my voice to hear this and hear it clear. There will be no Bible-based consultation without prayer. If you call and say you don't want prayer, but you insist that you want Bible-based consultation, but then you don't know why you want the consultation. You don't even know what it's about. In other words, you're just playing on the phone. If there's no prayer, there will be no Bible-based consultation. And I ask that you call between 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Time zone. I could have said my time zone, but I'm trying to make it easy for you. Your time zone. Whenever it's 9 a.m. at your house, give me a call. 9 a.m. To 11 p.m. your time zone Don't worry about My time zone I already got it figured out Figured out it'll be fine 9 a.m. To 11 p.m. Your time zone I gotta do this and shut the devil Down There will be some rules and you will be Respectful if you want prayer And Bible based consultation Call or text 865-408 Eight six five four zero eight eight six nine zero, and I must say most of you I ain't had no problem with you. I love you and I thank God for you, but there's a few that let the devil use them. So I had to put this out here like this with a time on it to stop the devil. Call or text eight six five. Four zero eight eight six nine zero, or you can email prolificfire at gmail dot com. Somebody also sent a in a prayer request the other day through the ministry's website prolificfire dot com. So if you feel more comfortable sending me in through the website, you can do that too, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But don't be playing on the website either. Really have a prayer request. If you feel led to sow because you were blessed by tonight's word or you just feel led, led to sow in general, maybe it was another message that went forth that blessed you, but you didn't have it then and the Lord is telling you to do it now. If you feel like sowing, if you feel led to do so, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash dot Paypal.me slash prolifier Or the Cash App. It's a dollar symbol prolific fire The PN Polific, Polific The PN prolific Is capital The FN Fire is capital With the dollar symbol in front The Lord is telling me that I need to say this If you call in And you don't want prayer I'm going to hang up No prayer No Bible based consultation They go together From now on they go together No separation If you call And I asked you for the prayer request, and you said you don't have a prayer request, I'm hanging up. Because there really is somebody that's in need. God called me to people that are in need. The ministry's vision statement is prolific fire, seeking to help you where you hurt. So what does that tell you? God called me to people that are hurting, not people that are playing, hurting. So if you don't really want it, I'm hanging up making room for the person that does really want it. Again, you can call or text eight six five four zero eight eight six nine zero, 408 or email prolify at com, or go to the website com. If you don't get your prayer request in that way for whatever reason and you don't mind your prayer request being live on the air, or even if you do get your prayer request, and you still join my sister in ministry, Profit's paid this Friday for Faith on the Line. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. The Lord is always there with us. Friday night, 8, Eastern, 7, 75, Pacific, call three four seven four two six three seven eight two. 426 3782 That's 347 3782 All this information will be up on my social media sites, all of them. So if you miss any of it, don't worry about it. It'll be up. Wherever you know this ministry from, wherever you know Prophet Stacy from, just look for it. I'll, be, I'll put it up. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place for another word from the Lord. Until then, everybody, have an awesome night in the Lord. Thank you for sticking with me through the technical difficulties. We got through it, and I feel like God is pleased. Good night.